What's up, everyone? I just want to welcome you back to Inspired Babes Let's Chat podcast. Today, we recorded episode 37. I had my friend Ryan come over, and this conversation that we had was incredible, right? And today, the whole intention was just to show up and be vulnerable and anything goes really in this conversation. Um, and, and that was, was so cool about it is he just showed up to serve and, and just to be here and be in the conversation with me. And we just fed off each other's energy and we touched on love. We touched on sex, which by the way, I don't feel like I've ever talked about sex in this way before. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, just to have a conversation around this, right? Um, and then, you know, we talked about depression. We talk, talked about healing. We talked about childhood trauma. We talked about, uh, you know, success. We, we talked about so many great topics, all in which will be super relatable to anyone listening, really. Um, and so, you know, I, I just want you guys to really get some great insights from this that you can implement into your life. And, And as you listen, um, you know, I invite you to, you know, as I had mentioned those different topics, right? There's something that could be missing in your life um, or an answer that you're not clear on. And so I want you to actually listen from that space of, you know, I'm struggling in this area of my life and, you know, maybe in your listening and by what we're saying in this episode today, It will give you an aha moment so you can actually implement it into your life or it can start shifting your way of thinking. Um, And so I really want you to take that on and and with anything in life, right? Anything that you're unclear on and you want some clarity on, start listening differently. Start listening to people differently to receive the answers that you want to gain. And I tell you, when you're intentional uh, that in that way, you watch things shift. You watch how answers will come to you and and clarity within, and it's super powerful. So another thing, Ryan's amazing. He is super genuine. He brings so much energy and calmness as well into the room. And so when you're around him, it's like, he's like a healer. It's like, you can just feel his energy and it's very calming. Um, and he just, he speaks truth. And, and I love that about him. And so you guys, I'm really excited for you to listen to this today. So here we go. Okay. Welcome to Inspired Babes podcast. Today, I have my friend Ryan Jamie on. Hi, Ryan. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> this is great. How are you? I'm about to blow your mind with something. I, I'm pretty sure you are. Okay. So we're going to start off real simple. Did yes. you know that my last name is spelled J-A-I-M-E? Okay. Did you know it's pronounced Jaime? No way. Yes. I didn't know that. So if you look at yourself in the mirror and you wave and yeah. you say Jaime, you'll never forget Jaime. that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I said it, Jamie. Yeah. But, oh. you, but you know, listen, if yes. you can picture my mom, I, you know, in football, yeah. high, high school football, like yelling from the stands, yeah. it's Jaime. <laughs> and me just being like pitch red through my Mexican blooded skin. <laughs> if you could, if I was white, I would have been bright red. Really? Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. It's super embarrassing. Oh, yeah. well, what was embarrassing about it? Just Well, you know, it's just my mom is like strong German woman screaming from the stands. Hi, me. You know, like <laughs> that's, you know, 
You're like, mom, hold it back. It's okay? fine. It's fine. Okay? It's, 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 it's spelled Jamie. It sounds like Jamie. Okay. You know, so. That's good to know. I'm yeah. so glad. I probably should have asked you that before. We no. no. Is that, does that not show how authentically we don't know Hell. each other though? Yes. Seriously. Yes. I know this is true. And here's the deal. Like we met actually last year. Um, I think it was the 4th of July party at, uh, that big house. Who's who was that? Josh Kova's house. Yes, we met. Laurie introduced us. Oh no! You, you don't and, don't hate me. Oh, it's fine. Cause guess what? No, no, no. It's fine. Do you remember meeting me? I remember meeting you, and I remember I was like, oh my gosh, I want to get to know that guy. No. Like the energy, just the way you carried yourself. You mm -hmm. were super friendly. You just are outgoing, and and then I think I friended you on Facebook, mm -hmm. followed you on Instagram, and then recently, like two weekends ago, we ran into each other again mm -hmm. at another party. Mm -hmm. And there was something in you that shifted. I don't know what it was. I don't know if there's a lot of things that have happened since then, but I, I just felt super drawn to you and mm -hmm. we just hit it off and just started talking about all the things. And I feel like I've known you. I feel like, you know, we were talking about, like, I feel like I've known you for a really long time and you just are so genuine an incredible man. And and again, we don't even really know each other, right? We, we, like No, we don't we don't know each other. Yeah. And um I don't know if I can say this on the podcast, but it all just as a man, I'm 37, I'm single, you're stunning. Well, thank you. Like you are so gorgeous. <laughs> oh, you're so um, cute. Um and and you you you're beautiful. But I think also um one of the things that I just felt so drawn to was your was your energy, your personality. Uh, you have an, ele a, a, an electric magnetic vibe that was just drawing me in Saturday. I was trying to get you to go to dinner afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was like, no, like, <laughs> Micah, don't mess this up. We're supposed to connect. We're supposed to connect, damn it. Yes. Yes. So I was like counting the days before yeah. our time together. And I had invited you to do several things with I friends, know. not even Dady. No, yeah. Although I would love to take you out. It wasn't even Dady. <laughs> right. It was. It was just feeling like yeah. I, I'm starving to connect with that soul. Yeah. So um, with that being said, hey, here we are. Here we are. And I'm so glad that you're here and grateful that you're here and so willing to just show up like as you and be here with me. And mm. we're just going to talk about all the things. And I'm excited. Great. Yeah. And you were sharing with me how just before we got started, and I want you to tell them about this, how you feel like you've been prepared, like for this podcast, God has been preparing you. So, sh so share. Yeah, with without yeah. the, uh, you know, without coming across too tacky, right? And but but candidly, yes, yeah. I've been I've had several experiences. This morning, obviously, I couldn't come on your podcast without having a nice clean fade. Yeah, right. And I'm like, oh wait, they probably don't even have a camera. It's probably just a podcast. And, <laughs> but it didn't matter to me because I was like, if I feel good. I feel like I look okay. I, I feel like I'll speak well. Absolutely. But when I was sitting in this trailer talking to Vili, my barber, he started sharing this experience with me that was so overwhelming that I'm like, oh, I'm going to share that on her podcast today. Like, God, thank you. Like, I have felt over the last couple of weeks, several topics that have come up and I'm yeah. like, and, and I feel like I've been like inspired to share. Yeah. Absolutely. So is that weird? No, I think it's cool. Well, the reason why it's so... Um cool is because again I met you a year ago mm -hmm. and then we reconnected just recently and and we're drawn to each other and then you know you've have been having all this inspiration and I'm and then now we're here on this podcast like timing is everything mm -hmm. 
And I think it's super powerful. And you're, and I think that people will show up at your life at the perfect time. Um, and, and I think this is just so perfect. Yeah. I'm excited. Grateful to be here. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'm excited. So I want to know. So, so what, what are the insights that you got today? Like that you want to share? Well, this oh, is, yeah. I guess we're jumping into the meat and potatoes. Let's jump in. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Let's so, do it. so my, this guy, Vili, I mean, he's this big Polynesian, um, he's a, he's a Bible and he's got the most steady hand. First of all, when you go into the Bible shop, I want you to know, like for me, think about that place you go. Is it your nails? Is it your therapist? Is it your, where do you go? Will you just feel like you are in your feminine, like element? What is that place for you? My, my hair, yes. where I get my hair done. And yeah. is it just a, a fun experience? Oh, it is just the vibe inside and the music and yes. the smells and the way you feel and then the way you look after there's like a confidence like i don't think there's anything that makes me feel more masculine mm. than going into the barber shop where the fellas are chilling yeah. yes covid is a real you know covid is happening right but at the barber shop covid's not happening no right music's <laughs> on it's Biggie Smalls, it's, yeah. you know, Super Nintendo, Sega yeah. Genesis. Like, like yeah. I can hear the music. Yeah. And then uh, I'm sitting there and and here is this beautiful man where I feel like we're in this like garage space that mm -hmm. should be so barbaric and masculine. Yeah. And he is sitting there talking to me about how his wife has lupus and how he's been taking care of her for five years. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm sitting in this chair and I'm like, all right, so, uh, you know, she's paralyzed from, like, the waist down. He's like, well, like, midsection. Wow. And I'm like, Vili, can I, can I, like, can I just ask some questions? Like, am I close enough with you? Yeah. Have I been coming to you long enough where, like, we can leave as, a, like, the, the, the stratosphere of a client? Can we go Aww. into, like, brotherhood and friendship? Can I ask you a few questions? I'm like, do you spend, you know, all, I mean, you have to take care of her all the time. You have to pick her up. You have to set her down. You have to, you know, bathe her. He's like, yeah, I, I bathe my wife. I'm like, mm -hmm. so my natural question was like, do you, you bathe all of her? Like everything? And yeah. he's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And he, and he says to me something that just blew my mind. And mm -hmm. it got me so frustrated, Micah. Yeah. He said to me, how many people, he said, he said, how many men out there would continue being with their wives? No, you know, knowing that they, they can't enjoy certain things the way they imagined it. Mm. And I was like, wow. I just felt sick to my stomach because I realized that I don't know how this happened, Micah, but I'm 37. I'm single. I realized I've become so obsessive with like, oh, I need to marry this woman that can provide for me this way and this way and you know that we can do this and, and emotionally mentally physically sexually all these expectations yeah and here this man is working taking care of his wife full-time oh, wow. and probably not receiving some of those expectations that he had mm -hmm. micah i left the shop mm. sick to my stomach wow just feeling like such an asshole mm. Like the pressure I've put on this future somebody to fulfill all of these things that I think I want and need in a relationship. Mm. Like I, I don't use the word shame because I know that's a low frequency, mm -hmm. but I kind of wanted to rest in the shame frequency mm. for just a few minutes yeah. to be cognitive of how disappointed I was in myself. Ooh. Wow. Ugh. 
Wow. So what was that like sitting in that space and just being with that, that feeling of, oh my God, like I've, I've been this way. This is who I've been being in the single world. Did, did you, I mean, did you, I mean, I'm not throwing all, all of us fellows under the bus, but do you know that sometimes we choose, we think we choose not to be with a woman because of her boobs are not this or the ass or the booty or the, mm-hmm. I just felt sick. Like yeah. I, I, the word I would use, and I'll, I'll use the the theology that I was raised in. Yeah. I felt like I needed to repent. Mm. I just was like, oh, you need to repent, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you need to check yourself. Like you are not looking, you're not focused on the right things. Mm. You got bit with the, what I call the, the me monster. Wow. Me, 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 me. Right. What I want, what I need. Mm. Me, 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 me. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just not fair. And uh and he expressed his this big guy. I mean, yeah. big six foot three dude. He's got to be two fifty, you know, like a gentle giant. Expressing to me in his in his words, mm. he goes, "Yeah, you you know, you, he, you fucking little boys don't know what it's like to really love a woman." Wow. And I'm like, ooh, I just ugh. wow. It 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 was uh, if 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 that message was not for me, mm. you know, the, the Peter Pan boy syndrome, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The lost in Neverland, mm-hmm. you know, my money, my car, my stuff. Right. The kind of woman I want. Right. You know, it, it, it was, it was actually very, it was a painful and yet super uh, healing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. You know, and you know, it's so great that you had that insight around who you've been being, Mm -hmm. um, as you've been dating, you know, Mm -hmm. and because now you can alter it, you Mm -hmm. can really recreate what that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Because I think women do the same thing, right? They want this picture perfect guy. It has to look a certain way. And if they don't, mm, I'm not going to give you the time of day Mm -hmm. because you don't look like a supermodel Mm -hmm. or whatever, or have this job where you're making millions of dollars or, Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's, I don't think you're alone on it. I think a lot of people that are listening and that you're friends with, that I'm friends with, can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great thing to share on here because it's like, okay, let's really reflect here. Like, who have I been being in the single world and as I've been dating? Am I, am I shutting off a potential amazing woman or man because based off of one little stupid thing? How do we, how right? do we, how do we, put down those expectations. First of all, mm-hmm. where did they come from? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I'm looking at myself, like I was raised by an excellent father, mm-hmm. hardworking 50 yeah. hours a week at General Motors, mm-hmm. a great mother. You know, he, my dad showed me an expression of love towards, towards a woman from, you know, for 40 years now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did, did I get, did I get swindled a little mm-hmm. bit? Like mentally, yeah. did I get caught? in the vanity of the culture, you know, I don't want to blame it on anything but myself. Right. But, you know, how did I get so far from the mark? Mm -hmm. And I noticed it. I mean, I genuinely noticed it today. I'm like, uh, I need some, I need, I need some, I need to dial in a little bit. Yeah. I need to rearrange a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think everybody gets to do that, but we're just unconsciously doing things without even realizing the impact or you know, how we're showing up. We just like, really, it's an unconscious thing. And, you know, it's interesting you say that, how you were raised, like you, your dad loved your mom and you saw this love and how to treat a woman. And, 
and this marriage, it seems like they had a great marriage and what you saw growing up was pretty stable, right? Admirable. It was admirable. Uh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and then I, I grew up in a family where it was kind of dysfunctional. I mean, alcoholic, um, dad growing up, my mom had breast cancer. She, since she was, I was six years old, just for 19 years, she was in the hospital. She wasn't in the hospital. She was sick. Then she had successful businesses. Then my dad was out and in. So I kind of saw this really interesting, you know, dynamic of a relationship. Mm. So for me, I'm like, I'm unraveling all these stories and all these things that I thought was normal in relationships. And I think also society, what society tells us, what a relationship should look like, the movies we see. Um, And, you know, it's an interesting, it's just interesting to kind of unravel all the bullshit that we think is supposed to be perfect. Cause then, because here's the thing too, is like the guy that I married, I was married for nine years. You know, I feel like in a way I settled, right? It was all perfect. I don't regret anything, but because he fit A, B, C, and D, I was like, oh, well, I guess I'll marry him then because he fit, he fit these things that I'm told he should fit. So I just did it. And then nine years later, obviously I'm divorced, right? Because of certain things that happened in the marriage. But it's just, it's so interesting, you know? And so now it's like rewriting what that looks like for me. Mm. And um, and I think too, do you, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you feel like, like growing up and now there's relationships that you see that you admire? Do you think there's many? Wow. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say names. I, I I guess it doesn't matter who this gets to. Yeah. Do you know Adam Legas? No. It, it's spelled L-E-G-A-S. Okay. And it's people think it's Adam Legas. Okay. Right? But it's Adam Legas. Mm. He is married to Jen Legas. Okay. Um, first of all, Adam's probably 50 years old and he looks outrageous. Yeah. Um, but him and his wife absolute rock stars mm. and when i say rock stars like he talks about his wife mm. like the high school sweethearts yeah and i i and every time i and you know every, i see them and i'm like i'm sure they've had the sets i'm sure they've had their own the trials and mm. struggles like all of us of course but man micah i'm i am going to tell you this yeah the moment you see that Ryan Jaime has gotten married, Mm -hmm. you will know that I was so in love. Mm -hmm. I'm not missing. Yeah. And I, and I don't say that. I I, I mean that with the most respect to those that have, you know, tried and, and, and Mm -hmm. not had that level of success. I just feel like I have had so many good friends around me Mm -hmm. that I've seen the steps they've taken Mm -hmm. And I know, I know that there's a way that if I choose, I, it's possible for me to avoid those, some of those pitfalls. Yeah, I think so too. And there's no guarantees in life, mm-hmm. but I think that's the reason why sitting in that chair today was so awakening to me because mm-hmm. I realized that the truth is I was, I, I, I've been focused on some fleeting mm. pleasures. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that is so cool though. Like what an incredible moment. Are you familiar with the 80-20 rule? Uh, okay, tell me. Like, So what? so that, you know, 20% of the people do 80% of the work. Mm. That no matter what, even if we took all the wealth in the world and distributed it mm-hmm. to, to everyone equally, that mm-hmm. in a very short amount of time, mm-hmm. 
the wealth would reorganize quickly back to the top 20%. Oh, wow. I, okay. I am a firm believer um, in the 80-20 rule. I see it. I mean, if you think about, ten, if you pull 10 of your friends mm -hmm. and ask yourself who is creating emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially, I bet we would find something close to the 80-20 rule. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so in regards to this relationship that you speak of, this vision of how it could be, and by the way, I don't think most of us look at our mom and dad mm -hmm. and want, this generation is way, I feel, we're, much more emotionally available. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Right? Absolutely. I agree with you on that one. So so we we don't want what our parents want have mm -hmm. or had. We really think we want much more. Mm -hmm. And so um in regards to the 80-20 rule, if we had 10 couples in this room with us standing right now mm -hmm. and and we said, hey, we want 10 couples that have been married for over 20 years. Unfortunately, I would suggest that only two out of 10 are actually truly happy in that marriage. Yeah, I believe it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm? Interesting. I've never even like thought of that 80-20 rule, like in that aspect. That's yeah, cool. and I think, and I just think what, like we can have that. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, like, you know, like technically I believe that if we can pull down all these expectations, mm -hmm. I believe we can be blissfully happy in marriage and mm -hmm. understand I am naive. Mm -hmm. I am 37. I am single. I have never been married. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm up in the night. Mm -hmm. Right. But mm -hmm. I, I would like to believe that's possible. Yeah. I think it's possible. Mm -hmm. I think anything is possible. Everything is created mm -hmm. and that's, what's so beautiful about it. And I think like for me, I, I have specific things that I'm really looking for in somebody. And I know once I get in that relationship, it's going to be magical. But I, I've always, I heard this at a training I was at and one of the speakers said, I never want to know my wife fully. And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? Mm. What do you mean? Of course you want to know your wife. He goes, I want to keep the adventure alive. Because I'm expanding, she's expanding, we're both constantly growing. And if you hold somebody to this, who, who they were yesterday or who you married 10 years ago, you're going to be let down mm. because people are going to keep growing. And so if you're both on this expansion level and you have no expectations of who you think they are, but hold them to this, this highest self, right? Like actually see them for who they are. Not a lot of people can do that. Like see people's potential. They see whatever they say or just the way they look and they make a judgment. They hold them to that, right? No, you fucking look at somebody and you actually see through them and look at all the amazing things that people carry because everyone has amazing gifts, right? And everyone also is making a huge difference in this world by who they're being. And so anyways, so it was so eye-opening for me because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like, I want to know my person. Like, it's good to know, but... I want to keep that adventure alive. It's an adventure. And it's like, that's, you got to keep the spark going always because you're going to be let down and then you're going to be bored and then someone's going to cheat or someone's going to blame the other person or, you know, and it's like, no, this is like a constant workout. And also you're going to bring up a ton of shit. And like, I, I believe that each person comes into our life to teach us something about ourselves. Hmm. We get triggered, right? Every guy that I've been dating, I've been like, holy crap, reflecting and, and a lot of healings happening from my childhood. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Mm -hmm. 
and it's not about them. Like I never blame the other person. It's always my own shit. So again, in a relationship, right, it's about keeping the adventure alive and knowing that you will get triggered. You will have discussions around things. You will get in upsets, but it's how you work through it together is, yeah. is what's important. So I like that. Yeah. You know, something I was thinking as you were talking, um, mm -hmm. in regards to, you know, looking into your partner and seeing them and seeing into them and kind of like through them. I like that expression you use, mm -hmm. you know, I think I left the barber shop today mm -hmm. realizing why it made me so upset. Mm -hmm. Why, why it was so impactful is a better Ooh, way of saying it. Okay. What I realized is this, 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 uh, this kind of, uh, you know, Peter Pan syndrome of looking constantly looking, you know, to, to, for something better, the grass is greener syndrome, looking for, you know, ultimately looking for, for perfection mm -hmm. really is a, just a safety mechanism. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, oh my hell. You totally know that. Yes. Yeah. It totally is. Uh -huh. People want to be comfortable. That's right. And, and in addition to that, Micah, that safety mechanism, here's what's really, you want to talk about some scary psychology. I told you psychology yes. is my passion. Yes. Let's talk about it. Okay. Because oh I'm, 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 in, I'm in sales. Right. But I only love sales because it's psychology. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And um, and you want to talk about some really scary psychology. This this quest to find, quote unquote, perfection in, in, a, in, a, in a mate or a partner mm. really is probably the most sincere form of self-hatred mm. it's self is self press uh, to to preserve yourself how do you say that self self oh shit. preservation yeah so, yeah there we go did, yeah, we, yeah. did i say that right i think so and i have a little bit of a lisp so my anything perfect. when it comes to pronouncing my r's they come out like l's it's so perfect. if you ever have to ask feel free but yeah, um that self-preservation yeah. you know think about this if, if if all i ever focus on is finding perfection it's guaranteed that I'll never find perfection. Oh, yeah. Therefore, I'll never find anyone. Mm. Therefore, I don't ever actually have to be present, vulnerable, honest, open. Therefore, Holy shit. nobody ever actually gets to know me. Yeah. And guess what? Lo and behold, they find out that Ryan Jaime is super imperfect. Mm. Wow. You know, look how yeah. safe that is. Yeah. But how boring. It is boring. But right? You, but, I mean, I mean, people do it. We do yeah, it. Yeah. But the thought of it, as you're describing that, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because people have been being that and doing that, right? Yeah. But, oh. And, yeah. and, and I call it the most sincere form of hatred. Mm. And it's not hatred towards anyone else. It's, it's, it's the self-loathing, the self-hatred. And, and Micah, one thing I want to share with you mm -hmm. is I have figured out that I don't exactly know where it's generated from, mm. but that that constant battle to push down the self-loathing and the self-hatred, mm. that is a constant battle for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, why do we hate ourselves so much? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that that's very, I mean, we're all human beings. Mm. Um, and I think with that, um, I think a lot of people experience that. So you're not alone. I think we are constantly in our heads battling stories and, and narratives. Hatred. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just a constant thing. And that's where, you know, constantly, you know, listening to good content, reading books, seeing a therapist or a coach, or, you know, hanging around people who are, who see you for you and, and, and 
you know, really help you in up leveling your life, right? Is important because our minds literally are made to like tear us down. Like mm -hmm. if you think about it, I mean, that's just what they do. We're Why? Human beings. Why is that? I don't know, but it's like there's voices all the time and it's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's so frustrating. So yeah, I totally get it. So so with you, like how the self-hatred and you have all those thoughts, like what do you feel like you do to get out of it? Well, um, look, be, before, that's a great question. Yeah. I, I would like to, if you don't mind, yeah. I would like to just share how it manifests. Yes. Is yes. that okay? Please. Okay. Yes, so, I so I, I've been, I've had something. Can I rearrange myself? Yeah. Here? Rearrange. Get situated. Uh, yes. Cool. I guess yeah. rearrange sounds funny, right? Sounds like. Oh I'm, yeah. Yes. All, right. <laughs> all right. So, so, um, how does it manifest? Um, I, I don't think I've ever been diagnosed as a manic depressant. Mm. Um, I don't, I, I, when I say I don't think I haven't, mm. but I, 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 I have battled some very vicious bouts of depression at times. Really? I think sometimes it's seasonal for me. Yeah. I think lack of sunshine mm -hmm. and that's not a big surprise. Right. Um, but, but how does it manifest? You know, Micah, you know, I'm right now currently the president of a sales company in Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. Um, it's top 15 largest companies in that space. And Damn, look well, at you. Well, and I, I, I actually share that because it's like, yes. I, do, do, have you ever been into a position where you're like, oh man, wait till they find out how much of a fraud I am. Mm, right. That, that's yeah. that, that inner hatred yep. that, and, and, and I want to be very clear consciously. I love myself. Yeah. I, I actually think I'm a good dude. Yeah. Like I'm a good human. Yeah. But the subconscious is made up of so many more parts mm -hmm. than, oh. than your conscience. Yeah. And, and I don't, it doesn't matter how many times I say I want to have abs. If it is programmed in me that I'm going to eat like shit. Yeah. I eat like shit. Eat and like shit. what I want consciously is overpowered by my subconscious. Yeah. So to, to be fair, when I say, when I, when I say to you, you know, I wonder what's going to happen when they find out I'm a fraud. Mm. That that's really my subconscious begging to come out and and prove to me to my conscious mm -hmm. that that the the belief systems, the narratives, the limiting mm. beliefs I have, yeah, are true. Yeah, right, absolutely. And yeah. so, how does it manifest? I mean, I had this period of time where I, I just I literally couldn't get out of bed. Really? It's like, it's a Tuesday. It's a perfectly fine Tuesday. Okay. I wake up, it's nine o'clock. Yeah. I'm, I'm making, I'm, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to be way transparent. Yeah. I have, you know, I'm making, you know, 300 K a year from this company Shit. before yeah. even talking about like bonuses and upside and all that. It's just like, they're just paying me to show up every day. Yeah. That's cool. And, and, and they don't know that uh, we're on a conference call mm -hmm. and we got executives on the line. And I'm in my fucking pajamas, oh, shit. curled up in a ball, wow. not turning, making sure my video was off yeah. because I, I just don't want to get out of bed and perform that day. Mm. You know, and when I see people that are constantly on, you know, I'm going to say a few names. Like I, I look at like a Sean Whalen mm -hmm. and I watch him. I'm like, dude, does that guy ever not on? Yeah. Like, is he just sharp as a whip? Right. Like, like him, hate him, love him. I don't care. Right. But right. is he like on, you know, like Jimmy, yeah. is he on all right. the time? All the time. All right, let's chat health tip. So I'm sure a lot of you have sent your kids to school and there's also a ton that are homeschooling due to all the guidelines that 
this districts have because of COVID, right? No matter what you have chosen is perfect for you. And also this kids line that I'm going to talk about is perfect either way, right? So whether you're a experienced practitioner or new to essential oils, the doTERRA kids collection is the complete and ready-made whole body essential oil toolbox designed to empower you, right? And they're formulated specifically for developing minds, bodies, and emotions. These essential oil blends, uh, they feature unique combinations, therapeutically balanced to provide powerful benefits while being gently or gentle on the delicate skin. So it comes with seven unique blends, uh, also seven silicone toppers to go on top of the roller ball or the, yeah, the roller ball. And then you can actually, um, hook it to the backpack so they can take them to school. And then it comes with instructional flashcards. So you know exactly what to use and how to use them and a really cute carrying case, um, to put the oils in. So be sure to go over to my Instagram, Micah J Bruin and go check that out. And you can just click on the kids oil collection and read more about all the seven essential oils that come in the kit. So I'm like, are these people on all yep. the time? Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I, I have to tell the world this big, ginormous fucking secret mm. that I have. Let me, I don't want to embellish it. I don't want to over, uh, you know, over exaggerate. Mm. But there's at least five to seven days a month where I am the most ginormous piece of shit you could ever even imagine. I can't get out of bed. Yeah. It's movies. It's Netflix and chill yeah. without any of the, it's actual Netflix and chill. <laughs> without any of that. Yeah. 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 It's like ordering in food. <laughs> it's like every meal's ordered in from, what do they call them? DoorDash? Oh yeah, DoorDash. <laughs> yep. Micah, am, wow. I, I don't think I'm a manic depressant, but I have five or seven days a month yeah. where I am a complete piece of shit. Mm. So question for you. Okay. Does anybody else? <laughs> am I the only one? I don't think you're the only one. Now let, let's touch on that more. Let's like talk more about that because how you said you're a piece of shit five to seven days. So is, is there a space where you're in of like, like depression? Do you get in this depression state or are you just being, and you're just chilling and you're doing your thing? Or is it more like negative self-talk? Um, um, it's, it, I, I can't even explain it. I, I just, I just, don't want to play. Yeah. It's like, I'm an introvert. All of a sudden, mm. I'm, by the way, I am a closet introvert. Mm. That's one of the most misunderstood. Like I have a good friend named Julie Allen and he's always, Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. You're an introvert. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. You love the host and events and parties. I'm like, dude, you guys don't know when I host my events and parties, I literally sneak away for like 40 minutes oh, wow. and go sit up in my room and just like chill. Yeah. Like turn the game on, watch the ESPN. I come back now. There's a hundred people there. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? As long as yeah. everything's up and moving, yeah. but, but now on the flip side of that, I have like 22 days a month. Well, I'm like, I feel like I have superhuman strength. Mm. I have the ability to affect and touch and move and sell and produce. And it's like, yeah. Okay. So do I, do I, do I just, and so I'm talking to this girl I'm dating and I'm expressing this to her yeah. and I'm like, Hey, I'm starting to open up and show you like, like, Hey, you know, you show me yours. I'll show you mine. Yeah. Except for like not privates. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like we're talking about like, mm-hmm. show me you insecure, show me all your shit and I'll show you mine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like kind of checking and I'm like, Hey, so if one day we were married and your husband just didn't get out of bed, mm-hmm. like he just laid in bed all day. Yeah. yeah. And what if he didn't even like want to shower? Yeah. And what if he didn't want to do anything, but look, but you provided for it and money's coming in and the bills are paid. Can you just, are you cool with just like leaving them alone? Yeah. Like, yeah, as long as he's producing. Okay, well, what if we had three kids and you need help? And he's like, can't get out of bed. Yeah, yeah. She And then all of a sudden, like, well, are you like depressed, manic depressed? I'm like, I don't think so. I just think yeah. I have, I go so hard for yeah. so long. And then I just run out, Micah. Yeah. I just run out. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, everyone leave me the hell alone. Don't call me. Don't text me. Give me like mm-hmm. two days. Yep. Yeah. So no, you know what's so cool? I was listening to this is gonna relate to what you're talking about. Um, Mark Groves. Do you follow him on Instagram? No. Sarah's no. He's amazing. Is you're he? gonna before you leave, we're gonna what, I'm gonna look what him is up he? Here. a relationship expert. Okay. Right. So Mark he's Groves. Mark Groves, amazing man. So I listen to his podcast probably maybe every day, every other day. I have a few different people I listen to. Anyway, um, so today he was he had this guest on and they were talking about when human beings have anxiety, depression, or they have those days where they're just really low. Um, you know, I think that we make ourselves wrong for it and something's wrong with us. But they said, I don't know if it, I think it was Mark that said this, that when people get to that, that means you're alive. That means you're alive. That means you're growing your human being. Mm. You're about to learn something, right? I'm probably killing his exact words, but I'm just mm. kind of like my I actually thoughts like that, Micah. ingrained with his thoughts. And so anytime you get in those moments, just think, oh my gosh, I'm alive. I'm supposed to be learning something. I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm breathing. And it's, it was just so powerful because know that when you are in those spaces, be with it mm. and know a little, a, a little grace. Yeah. Allow myself a little grace. Yeah. It's cool. It's like a wake up call. It's like waking you the fuck right up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm depressed. I'm gonna have anxiety right now. What's showing up for me? What can I look at yeah. instead of I'm a piece of shit? <laughs> I'm gonna stand me. Can you run? You just sounded. You just sounded like me. <laughs> you actually sounded like me. I'm like, oh, that's, that's funny. So that's you know a cool way to look at it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But hey, I have those days. I have those moments. I mean, God, like. Last week, dude, I was in like a really interesting space of just healing some childhood shit that got brought up from dating a guy. Oh, wow. And I was just with it. Mm. And I even shared on my Instagram stories. I said, look, like, I know I show up every day on here to serve you. And I'm doing my podcast and you see all this greatness in my life. I said, but I want you to know I am in a low point right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm a human being mm. and I'm working through things. Yeah. And I think I, I shared that because I've been getting so many messages from people and just saying, thank you for showing up. The podcast was amazing. You made a difference. I'm getting messages constantly. And so it, for me to hear that at a moment of low for me helped, it was, it was a really big impact. And so it's like, here I am showing up. Right. But then these guys are showing up for me when I'm in a low point. Yeah. It's powerful. So I think you asked the question that, uh, that, that, candor that uh vulnerability that you just showed is awesome by the way and i bet you following super appreciates that yeah because otherwise they think maybe you like this robot chick that just never has an off day Mm, and i i really appreciate that Mm -hmm. um on the flip side i look at people like tom brady that 
you know, have been like some most, some of the most consistent humans in the history of the world. And I just, you just have to admire that the, and you know that they, you know, they didn't just get there. I mean, it took mastery over the emotions. Mm -hmm. And I think you asked me, I think you asked me earlier and I said, well, before I talk about that, let's talk about how it manifests. So now Mm -hmm. the next natural question is, Ryan, you know, what, what do you do? when you're there. And so Mm. if you don't mind, I'm swapping real quick. I'm going to ask you, what do you do when you're in that space? When I'm in that space? Um, I, so, okay. I, I allow myself to be in the space. I, and I, and I go to work, meaning, um, I'm pretty good at unraveling my, my low points because I feel like you, you can't have a breakthrough unless you're in a breakdown. And anytime someone's in an upset and in a breakdown and think their whole life's going to end and, oh my gosh, I'm so depressed or what, you know, when you're in that low point, um, instead of being there, I, I start unraveling it, whether that's energy work, talking to a friend who's been through, you know, similar trainings like me, has the same mindset that can help me have a really cool breakthrough around whatever it is I'm going through. Because I'm, I'm a student of life, right? And I want to learn always. And so... When I'm in those low points, I don't want to fucking be on the low points. I don't want to keep riding the horse. I want to fucking get off the horse, okay? <laughs> so for me, it's it's whatever, just unraveling it, right? Um, like, okay. So I guess I can give you an example. Do you want me to give you an example yeah. of recent? Um, <laughs> I was like, am I going to share this on my podcast one day? <laughs> isn't it, here, isn't, it, here. isn't <laughs> it funny when you get to that point, you're like, oh shit, this is coming out. It's you coming. feel it rising from your chest <laughs> and you're like, yes. hold, wait, wait, Holy pause. shit, I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> Do I want to talk about it? <laughs> Let's okay. go. Now, it's getting, now we're getting having some fun. <laughs> so, you know, I, like I had mentioned, I was, um, I think I, did I share this actually on a podcast already? I don't even know, but I'll share it again. But I was kind of seeing this guy. And long story short, things were moving quick, really fast. It was amazing. Um, And then I sensed things were off. Anyways, long story short, we decided just to be friends. He wanted to pursue another relationship. And what I got from that was, you know, being on dating apps and being in conversations with lots of men and going on lots of dates, dating this guy, things going crazy. I didn't realize I was trying to fill a void in my heart, like the self-love part of Micah that I thought was filled, but there was something missing. And mm. so by, by dating the guy and the feelings that they gave me and getting all this attention and all this men, it brought me back to my childhood when I was a little girl, you know, like I mentioned, my mom was sick all the time. My dad was drinking and there was this back and forth nonstop. And so there was abandonment that got brought up for me. There was um, just a lot of chaos. So there was not a lot of stability and there was something that I was, that was missing. So here I am 35, okay, years later, still carrying that, that trauma, that hurt, that whatever that is into my dating. And I'm thinking these men are going to fulfill that for me and fix Mm. that for me. So here I'm looking for a partner to actually fulfill what I actually need to heal from my childhood. Does that make sense? I'm not being rude. I'm I'm actually, I'm I'm going, as you're talking, I want you to continue. Okay. I'm going to look up something that's so scaly close to what you're sharing. And I want to read it when you're done. Okay. Is that okay? Please. Yes. So, you know, for me to, 
I, I got some energy work done by my friend Janica. She's amazing, by the way. And she kind of helped me unravel and see some things there. And then I just was able to unravel it all and have that big aha moment. So then it's like disconnect from dating apps, disconnect from talking to men that have the intention of dating, right? Like guys, friends, is chill. And actually allow yourself to just fucking sit and be with the emotions. And you know what I found myself trying to do? I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get on a dating app. I'm all, oh, shit, never mind. Oh, maybe I should reach out to this guy. Okay, just kidding, never mind. And I had many meltdowns last week of just crying mm-hmm. and just being with it mm-hmm. and allowing myself to be with it. But again, saying that might sound silly and be mm-hmm. like, really, Micah, it's not that easy. Because again, I've been doing this work for over a decade, mm-hmm. the inner work yep. and really taking on my shit. I am in the court every fucking day and I'm playing. Mm-hmm. because I, again, am so committed to my life being exactly what I choose it to be. Mm. And I want to make a difference. I knew this is why I liked you. Yeah. Because yeah. really... you're doing your work. Yes. Yes. Oh, right? Congrats. So I love you. You're so cute. That's so sick, though. I mean, yeah. that, genu- I mean I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat joking, but I'm being so serious. Yeah. Like, you, you're striving to, to – you said it. You're, you're, you're on the field. You're in the arena. Totally. Fighting, pushing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Are you ready you. for this? I'm ready. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is like scary, almost verbatim what you just expressed. Serious? Yes. Oh. So, um, Why am I sweating still? <laughs> <laughs> it, says, it says, we recreate in adult relationships some of the feelings we knew in childhood. It was as children that we first came to know and understand what love meant. But unfortunately, the lessons we picked up may not have been straightforward. The love we knew as children may have come entwined with other less pleasant dynamics like being controlled, feeling humiliated, being abandoned, never communicating, in short, suffering. As adults, we may then reject certain healthy candidates whom we encounter, not because they are wrong, but precisely because they are too well-balanced, too mature, too understandable too understanding, too reliable, and this rightness feels unfamiliar and alien, almost oppressive. We head instead to candidates whom our unconscious is drawn to, not because they will please us, but because they will frustrate us in familiar ways. Mm. Wow. Yuck. Holy shit. I yeah. know. When I read that, I was like, oh, I'm dating my trauma. <laughs> no, she- <laughs> she's, I'm changing her name from Tina to trauma. <laughs> like you're dating my childhood trauma. I'm dating my mother through Tina. Right? There's not a real Tina, by the way. Tina. And if, if your name's Tina out there, I've not been dating any <laughs> Tinas, but you get my point. I, I get your point. Yes. <sighs> it's, isn't that so interesting? Like, but people don't realize that. Can you imagine? Okay. Yeah. Imagine having no level of enlightenment. We all have those friends that are like blissfully. Oh, I, I should be very good. We all know people that are blissfully <laughs> in this world and not self-aware at all. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Huh, huh, is it possible for yeah. them to be completely 100% not self-aware at all? And I'm not saying I'm like always in my Zen and always self-aware. I'm by far not saying that. Right. But I, I have many moments throughout the week where I say, check your pride, check your ego. Like, 
are you listening, Ryan? Like, did you hear God? Oh yeah. You got to check in. Yeah. And I know a lot of humans that don't, they don't have that. I know. Is that taught? Is it learned? Is it, is it possible to teach uh, some people not possible of receiving that? You know, it's a good question. It's a really good question. Those people don't stay in my life very long. I know. Yeah. Not even as friends. Mm, It's so painful. It is. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like train wrecks happening all around you <laughs> and you want to be like, uh, there's a train coming and he goes, ah, well, yeah, you get it. exactly. And, and here's the thing too, is like, you know, I feel like I have so many groups of different friends and I love all of them dearly. And like you're saying, some are just not awake and, um, and that's okay. And I, what I do is I'm just like sending this energy of like love. All I have is nothing but love for you. And I'm going to respect and honor where you're at. You're over here mm-hmm. and I'm going to go over here yep. and I'll still be in communication every once in a while, whatever, and keep sending you love and keep being Micah, keep doing Micah. And hopefully I will make an impact on you. I like that. I, think, that, I think that's a very, uh, I think that's a very, that, that sounds to me very Christ-like, Yeah, but it also sounds like healthy boundaries too. Uh-huh. Oh, for sure. You know. Oh, totally. I, yeah, I feel like I'm in this space now where I can pretty quick, I can, even looking at pictures, Mm -hmm. even just immediately, like you and I, right? We met and bam, we just hit it off. We were just like drawn to each other. The conversation, I mean, this is just like flowing. We're on fire right now, right? (laughs) And then there's other people where you're just like, this is kind of a forced conversation. I'm going to go over here. It just, you know, and that's okay. It's just you honor it. And, but there's also too, like, Everyone's a teacher. Yeah. Everyone's teaching us something about ourselves. Yeah. Whether that's a thought or a judgment or, oh my gosh, maybe I need to not be so judgmental or maybe this is it. You know what I'm saying? So it's beautiful. People make great, uh, I can't pronounce this word really well, but people make great mirrors. Mirrors, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't they? Oh, everyone's a freaking mirror. I, why do I say freaking? Because I say it the fuck word all the time. Yeah. But a mirror, everyone. Sometimes freaking hits the spot it totally than, does, than, right? than the F word. <laughs> and, and, and look, at how, how funny was it just right now? I've said the F word, but I felt like saying See? effing versus the right? F word. That's fine. That's, fine. Yeah. That, that, that's what's beautiful about energy. Like if you're in the energy, you say yes. something and if you're not, you don't. Yes. And, and I've had times I'm, where I've said the F word. I'm like, that really wasn't congruent with my energy. Right. right like, that didn't feel yeah. right. <laughs> that's a good point. No, you know? I lo- you actually said that before this. And I thought that was so cool because I never thought about it that way. Yeah. You know, if it's lining up with your energy, just do it. You know, I do believe that words are super powerful, though. Oh, my hell. You know, like I kind of come from the old school theology of like, <clears throat> yeah. you know, by 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 God's word, the earth was made, the sun mm. was made, you know, the, you know, mm. the stars were aligned by yeah. by him speaking. Mm. And I, th- I feel like the I feel like, you know, you look at like the Old Testament, I feel like the Old Testament, like specifically takes us through that mm. so that we understand mm. that by by our words, we can create. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, it's like an early, like a super early on lesson in the mm-hmm. Old Testament mm-hmm. for us to be like, oh, wait, if, if God said, let there be light and there was light, mm-hmm. like that means that we can say, let's have success. Let's be fit. Let's, oh, yeah. be, let's be happy. Let's find love. Like, it's crazy that we can truly, and I, I feel like this is not new at all, especially, you know, to, to the world the world's at right now, but we can really speak into existence what we want. Absolutely. It's kind of fun stuff. Um, it is so powerful. And I've mentioned this before on some of my episodes and, you know, <clears throat> the life coach I was working with, she's like, cause she talks about that, right? Like 
what you say goes, mm -hmm. literally. Everything you speak will happen. And and so as she, she worked with me for, I think we worked with each other for like six months. And she's like, Micah, do you even realize when you get your mind to something, when you commit to something, it explodes. It's mm -hmm. fire. She also, why, so you're, you're success in this and this, but why in this area are you not creating what you want? Mm -hmm. Like what the hell? Like it just, it was so interesting because we really can create anything we want. We can create that amazing relationship like that we all say that we want, but it's all a choice and taking action and getting our shit out of the way and just doing it. Can I show you a little experience? Please. So last week, and I'm going to be very careful. I, I, there's nothing that I can't share, but I don't want to disrespect somebody else, yeah. somebody else's relationship. Right. But I had a very, very special friend. Okay. And, uh, and, and this individual and I just recently decided, she decided to move on and start dating somebody. Mm. And we had, we had this kind of like closing evening together mm. and Micah, <laughs> it was so funny because I think we both came so soft, so vulnerable, mm. so open, so loving. Mm -hmm. It was the strangest thing. Like for the first time in a long time, I experienced real love mm. in the exit interview. Wow. You know, I use yeah. that expression yeah. in the exit date. Yeah. Yeah. The exit, like, like this is a, this is time to move on, and I'm like, <gasps> had we had this level of transparency and candor and honesty and 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 vulnerability the whole time, yeah. you know, quite frankly, I kind of left saying, shit, this could come full circle. Yeah, I, I did. I felt that way, mm. but man, it was, ah, uh, Micah, it was like, yum. Yeah. So yeah. good. So this is a girl that you dated. Yeah, it was a girl that I've dated. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it okay. was, uh, and, and, and we we never, you know, we never, you want to hear something crazy? Yeah, please. Six months of dating, we never kissed. Okay. Have you ever heard of something so crazy? No, but I think it's great if that works for you. No, and and, and just to be you clear, know? I'm not, I'm not a monk. I am Latter-day Saint. I do live my faith. I am trying not to have sex before I'm married. Right? Yeah, I'm not right. a virgin. Right. I'm just expressing that that it so happens. Oh. And by the way, my my freaking love language is physical touch first. Ooh. And this was like very triggering to me. Yeah. But she was following. I'm, I'm gonna see if I have time to pull this up. Do we have a second yet? You're fine. You're good. Yeah. So she was following this concept called RAM. R A M. Okay. And um. And Ram is is was basically an analogy. I'm going to show this. I know I know our listeners mm -hmm. can't um, can't see this, yeah. but I'm going to turn it to you and see if I can read through it. We'll see if the internet wants to play it nice. But if you look at that, can you read those from the from the left to the right? Can you read those? Yeah, let me read my loud. Yeah. Okay. So no trust, rely, commit, and touch. Yeah. So basically, what it mm. what what the RAM stands for relationship attachment model, mm. and basically what it's saying is this is the levels of these are the layers and the levels of relationship that this model rep uh, recommends. Mm. Not saying I'm not saying this is the only way. Mm -hmm. I'm not even saying I'll ever do uh -huh. it again. Right. But they're saying no, K N O W. So to get to know someone first, mm -hmm. and then to get to yeah. trust somebody, and then after trust, you want to be able to rely upon mm -hmm. them, mm -hmm. and then yeah. commit, yeah. and then choose not to touch or yeah. be intimate or physical mm -hmm. until those four those first four things have been mastered. 
She lives by this. That's cool. And it was the first time I've ever done this. And I will tell you this. Mm. I'm not going to argue right or wrong right now. I'm just going to tell you, yeah. holy shit, nothing has taught me more than following that model. Yeah. yeah. Is that weird? I don't think it's weird because that's how it should be. But everyone does it backwards. <laughs> no, you can literally <laughs> flip it. Flip it Touch and then, hey, well, we, we, did, the first we, day, we so. did this, so let's commit. You think I can rely on him? Do I even trust him? Wait, do I even know this guy? <laughs> yeah, so. That is so cool. It was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. And kudos to her. Uh, she she shared that with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she held me accountable to this. Good. And it was, yeah. it was pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, like, like, I don't think I've ever found myself in such a position mm-hmm. where like, she really knew who I was. Yeah. How, what was, okay. Was so scary. tell me more about that. Yeah. Like, Anything you ask. I feel like it's better if you ask so, and I tell you. Yeah. So like, tell me more about how that was a new experience for you as to like not being physical and actually having her see you. Well, if I can just, if I can just say this, just to, for any of you, the fellas out there listening, yeah, this woman was finer than white rice. Uh, I mean, like she is a babe, yeah. a true beauty. Yeah. And, and in addition, in addition to that, having the most beautiful face and beautiful heart, I mean, really, mm-hmm. truly, I mean, she, she, she had a karate body. I mean, kicking. Her body was kicking. Damn. So I mean, I like she had one of those bodies that, like you, like you're sitting next to her, and and yeah. and if you're a female, you're like, you want to be close to her, Ooh. like just just sex appeal. Yeah. Do you get me? Totally got it. Yeah. Yes. And Ooh, so and so it. when we'd be sitting in conversations, I would be like, oh, I I want to have sex with you. <laughs> like like I but I right now like I want to be with you and 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 uh, you know we didn't, but the the point is, it's not like it was easy. But what what ended up kind of happening mm-hmm. is you, you really it would really trigger for me it would really trigger a lot of my being rejected. Ooh. Even though she was so present with me and so loving and so serving and Ryan, what can I do for you and how can I serve you and mm-hmm. what do you need? It was like it was because it was my love language and 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 physically like mm-hmm. I mean I'm talking like going in for a kiss and her being like you know. Let's let's just hold off on kissing. Let's just hold off. Oh. Let's get to know. I've never experienced this. I've never experienced that either. Micah. Oh. It was wild. What? Well, that is, I mean, I six months. Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. Did you guys ever kiss? No. Still? Okay. No. No. And okay. and our closing, you know, and I was we, still this person is one of my dear friends. Yeah. We'll we'll be best friends still. Yeah. I I like the amount of respect. I was just gonna say that. It's like through the roof, like what, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do this justice, but her and I together now is like, it's like sacred. Yeah. It's sacred. Like yeah. she feels, she feels sacred to me. Yeah. Like if I found out that anybody was like fucking with her, yeah. I'd, I'd like go, I'd Aww. literally go down and whoop some ass in like two seconds. Aww. You know That's what I mean? Really yeah. So, Look, I'm not. Well, I'm not saying that's the way. All I'm telling you is, yeah. for me, it was probably the thing that grew oh. me up fast. Yeah. yeah. And what it, you know, I mean, God, like having her in your life and who she was for you to teach you that mm-hmm. is valuable. Mm-hmm. I think that is incredible. I have a lot of respect for her because yeah. that doesn't come 
that's not very common. I think with, with, you know, depending on the religion you're in or whatever, mm-hmm. if you have got with being Mormon and, you know, that's more common yep. than uh, not. But I think that's awesome. Yeah. The crazy thing is it wasn't a Latter-day Saint thing for her. Yeah. It wasn't. It was, mm. hey, Ryan, I have, oh, I have done, I have like- done this. It, it, believe it or not, it was her saying, hey, I've done it backwards a few times. And Ryan, I I just, I want to honor myself by, by, by truly getting to know each other before Mm -hmm. we, before we go to physically. Yeah. And look, uh, it was probably one of the most painful experiences I've ever been through Mm -hmm. and the most rewarding Mm -hmm. and the most growing. And now all of a sudden when I'm now I'm out dating and I'm like, when, you know, girls like, you know, come in, I'm like, you don't get to just kiss me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear. Love it. You know, I'm like, like we we we're gonna you honor each other. Let's let's give, let's give it at least a week. You know, yeah. like, isn't that funny though? Yeah. It's like, no. hey, I look the last person this meant so much. Yeah. Can this just mean something? Yeah. Like, can we? I don't know. That's cool. It's wild. I, not no. even a religious thing, honestly. No, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Totally. But no, I think that that's awesome. And again, I have a lot of respect for her because. Mm. um, yeah. I mean, I, and that's so in my life coach too, she's like, Micah, she's like, you, you, you got to give it time to sleep with people. And I'm like, well, I know it's an obvious thing, but like for me at the time of my life, I'm like, okay, not that I just slept with anybody, but if you're dating somebody, you're seeing somebody, you know, being intimate is important. Oh, I yeah. love sex. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I love it, but at the same time, I have respect for myself and it, you've, you do need to give it time. Sure. You need to build a relationship. Yeah. You need to, you know, all those things. I swear I've seen that somewhere before. What is it called? Ram? Yeah, Ram. Yeah. yeah. Relationship attachment model. Yes. I swear I've seen it. And yeah. so. Um, and, that, and that's definitely not anything from any, anything tied to, to my faith. Mm. I mean, that is all, that is, oh, yeah. a, that is completely removed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one thing I was thinking okay. about is, you know, when you're intimate with someone, it's, it's meant to bind you mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. And, and when you, when you, when you decide to share that you're deciding to be bound to them, you know, you know, what's weird Mm -hmm. in, in native American culture, Mm -hmm. they actually believe that when you, you know, as a man, when you ejaculate, Mm -hmm. okay, can I be, is that like the professional term? Totally. Yeah. Right. When you ejaculate, like they actually believe that you're actually passing spirit to the woman. Um, yes. Yep. Oh my hell, I'm gonna read keep going. I want to okay. read something okay. new now. All right, all right, keep cool. going, keep going. And so I've been thinking about it, 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 there's even another thing in the culture that they don't love taking pictures because when you take oh. pictures, it's capturing moments okay. that are not supposed to be captured. You know, mm. that again, that's just some folklore stuff. Yes. But oh, yeah. But it, it kind of shows you, you know, how people view that that the sacredness of intimacy. Oh yeah. Like, like, oh. like if, if I was to forget religion, but if I was to start a religion tomorrow, mm-hmm. I would just tell people, look, don't share the intimacy till you know, you can trust that person. Yep. Exactly. It is so true. But the thing is, is people, and I think that more people would get in relationships too, versus like, cause if they just jump in the sack. They're just fucking around and like, oh, this is the next thing, the next thing. But if you actually... I mean, everyone wants a relationship. So if everyone really took it seriously and and got to know somebody for who they are versus making it physical, I think that would shift a lot of things in the, uh, you know, single world. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I want to read this to you, okay? Please do. So it's... 
from this guy, Stefan, and he's on Instagram. He's a coach, I believe. Anyway, so it talks about sex is sacred. Sex with strangers can feel exhilarating. However, we open ourselves to everything the other is carrying within themselves. Their possible wounds, unprocessed traumas, pains, guilt, shame, and low self-worth and fears. We take that on and they take ours on. You wouldn't intently download a corrupted file to your computer. Why would you then expose your entire energetic being to misalignment? Sex is, is a sacred exchange. Wow. So it goes along with what you were saying, right? Like the energy. Um, and it's so true. Because in, in, I think he talked about like he took years and years of just kind of energetically getting rid of the women that he had slept with. He uh -huh. said he had slept with a lot of women. And so he's like, there was so much shit that was exchanged that it took me a long time to process and get rid of it all. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit. That is powerful. Right? So yesterday. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yesterday I'm talking to my friend. I won't okay. say the name. Okay. And and it's a friend. It's not actually a friend. It's an acquaintance. I took it out one time. Okay. Right. And we had such a good time. Yeah. Um, and it was strange because usually when I gauge us having a good time, mm -hmm. I usually don't have a hard time getting back in front of her. But for her, I had. And I broke all my rules. Like I was just like, yeah, my mom and dad are in town. My home family's in town. Like, come have lunch with us. And for me, it was so casual. And I think for her, it was like, Ooh. oh shit, this boy is yes. like, and and it, and it's a little bit of my culture. Like meeting a Hispanic family is not always the same as like other cultures. Like for me, that's like we're all here. We're all making tacos. Like come eat with us. Yes, yeah. no big deal. No big yeah. deal. Sure. But I think it did spook a little bit. Ooh. But it it wasn't. It sounds strange, but it wasn't one of those things where. Well, needless to say, yeah. it didn't matter to me that it spooked her. My feeling was kind of like, cool, you can hang or you can't. Yes, like if this you, is you. This the, is all of you. Yeah, this is all of me. Yes. So I said to her, so I just happened to reach out to her the other day and I said, uh, I'm fast forwarding through the text conversation. I so okay. I said, So this guy you like, is he committing or not? Yeah. And I and I've kind of become a friend that we can talk that open. Yes. And she goes, No, none of them do laugh out loud. Mm. And I said, Stop giving the milk. Mm. She goes, it's like the minute you show interest, they, lo they lose interest. Why is that? And before I could send the other half of my text, I said, stop giving them the milk before they buy the cow. Mm. See the little milk and the little cow emoji? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And she goes, haha, yeah, I'm going to stop giving him milk. And mm. I said, no kissing, no cuddling, no spooning. Why would we commit when we're getting what we want? I'm serious. Yeah. She goes, yep. Or just cut them off. True point. I said, tell them there's plenty of that to come when the commitment is there. Yeah. True. Mm -hmm. And I was on my high horse. And I said, I said, uh, I said, I knew I wanted to have sex with you seconds after meeting you, like milliseconds. Yeah. I knew that. When I met yeah. her, I was like, oh, I totally want to have sex with her. Of course. Her. Yeah. Right? I said, but it doesn't mean I get to enjoy the physical beauty of yours unless I'm willing to take the time to truly get to know you. Mm. And she goes, I love how open and honest you are. It's so refreshing. Mm. Anyways, I just. That's so cool. Look, stuff's real, man. It is real. And could you imagine, and I love the honesty that you have with her in the relationship because it seems like you guys have a good relationship to where you can just, and that's what it's about. Being yep. straight with people without yep. worrying you're going to hurt the feelings. No, you were straight. You're like, stop. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? You know? I said to her, um, just because I feel it's a little relevant. Can I? Can, yes, please. Yeah, I, she goes, but then what happens? Oh, she goes, 
um, she says, oh yeah, she's just saying, uh, and I, I go, and it's not a tease thing. It's more about them showing you they are in for something real. Mm-hmm. She goes, but then what happened? And the women always respond with this. And when I say women, many women, I don't mm-hmm. want to, you know, all women are not the same, right? but many women almost always say some version of this, mm-hmm. but then what happens when you do finally let them earn it? How do you keep them committed? I hate playing games. Mm. It's 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 like you got to play the game, and 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 women don't want to feel like they have to play a game, right? 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 And I said, I said, I won't keep wanting to say the name. I'm not going to. I said, it's not a game. It's a dance. Yeah. I they said, big it. difference. She goes, I like that. I go, mm. if I dance with you and I step on your toes, you're not going to want to dance with me. Mm-hmm. I said. My job as a man is to not step on your toes. I said, most men will not make it, will not make it through. Most mm. men won't make it. They won't make it through this getting to know you. Yeah. She's like, it's true. I like that analogy. Anyways. Yeah. And I she, she goes, but a lot of them seem to freak out when you are putting them through that. And they're like, oh no, she's trying to get a commitment out of me. And I said, hmm, stop dating pussies. Well, good. And, and this is where... Being upfront in the beginning is where it's at. Yeah. What are you looking for in a relationship? Are, are you looking for a relationship? Are yeah. you wanting to fuck around or are you actually looking for a committed relationship? Because this is where I'm at. Yeah. Great. You're both in a, okay. When you're on your dates, I, I don't think there's anything wrong in the beginning mm-hmm. with stating, like asking, so, you know, we're exploring this. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you need from me? Mm-hmm. What do you need from me in a relationship? How can I show up for you? Yep. Right. Because again, you're exploring a relationship. You're yep. seeing if it's, you know, and then state what it is. Yeah. And, you know, I've had somebody say, I don't feel like I'm in a place to even tell that to you because it's so soon. And I'm like, okay, got it. That, that was a little bit of a red flag in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's, hmm. And then when he asked me, I'm like, he I'm totally not misunderstood gonna... you, by the he way. He did. He's not, you weren't saying, tell me what you want out of a committed Micah. No. You're saying, Hey, tell me, tell me what you're at. What do you look like? What, yeah. what, what do you want? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it was just kind of an interesting thing. And, but so bottom line, it's like, I think that if you are straight in the beginning, you state what it is you need and what it is they, they want, you can, you can start getting rid of people that aren't your people versus weeks or months or whatever down the road. you you know, your time is valuable mm-hmm. and everyone wants a relationship. So take it seriously and ask the hard fucking questions. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause that seems like that's been dragging. Yeah. I'm seeing it quick and I'm like, okay, oh Lord, this could have been like handled. Right. You would have just asked the questions. Yeah. Sometimes people don't know what questions to ask. And I think if you really get in that, it will save you a lot of heartache, a lot of time. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. And you know, and you know what, Micah? And I know, I know that women know this. Yeah. Us men, man, we move heaven and earth when we're really interested. Hell yeah. I mean, I had a date the other night and I'm like, I'm like putting like tin foil dinner to go up the canyon. I got marshmallows and chocolate, and Aww, I'm like, and I'm so and, I, and I'm like 20 minutes into this, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I actually like this chick, Aww, right? Like, yeah. I'm telling you, when we as men, when we care, when we actually care, yeah, man, we move heaven and earth. All I those know. ladies listening out there, if yeah. you're listening, and if you have a man that's not moving heaven and earth for you, yeah. get out. Right. Right. I love that you just said that because I've been in many like dating situations where I'm like, well, wait a second. It was going so good. And then I'm sensing something's off, but he's saying this. And so you play tricks in your mind, but actions speak louder than words. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And so I think it's it's really not science. No. It's very obvious. It is. Um, and I think it's about communication, right? So when you're immediately not – so if you are dating somebody and then you're all of a sudden not into that person, communicate it. Don't ghost fucking people, really. Are we like five? No. Oh. Being communication, right? Like with this guy that I was dating, like I sensed something was wrong. I got in communication immediately and we had an adult conversation. Mm-hmm. It was fucking cool. Yeah. I'm like, this is what it looks like. Yeah. We got complete. I said what I needed to say. I got clear. He got clear. Now we're friends. Well, you know the funny thing about that? What? When 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 a man and a woman get that clear, yeah. and you have that transparent of a conversation, yeah. that open, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, all right, cool. Can we make out quick now? <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, I am like, when when I do have that level of like yeah. connection and, and communication, right. and That's we're, true. Like, we're like coming to an end, I'm like, wait, wait, did we? Did that One sh- more time. Wait, did that just work? Because if that time, just worked. Exactly. So can we just come on? Let's cuddle for a sec. Yes, like, I seriously. totally get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it's interesting, and even too like, oh, I want to touch on like the sex thing. Going back to that yeah. real quick is that um, can you imagine? Just visualize this, right? Is that people follow that? What sex would be like? Making uh, love would let's say making love, right? Yeah. What that would be like? Mm-hmm. Because you have that strong connection it's like sacred Mm -hmm. and it's like you know them and then sharing that that intimacy with somebody Mm -hmm. on a whole nother level holy fuck yep that's a whole nother ball game whole nother ball game you know i love the word there's certain words that just have power think about this to procreate Mm -hmm. if you break that word about to Mm -hmm. procreate yeah procreate we say procreate. Oh, yeah, procreate. Yeah, maybe no one actually says that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, People, yeah. all your listeners like, procreate? What does Wait, that what mean? What are they talking about? Oh, sex. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. No, but to procreate, like the the, the, the act of being intimate with someone mm-hmm. is to create. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that. Like, that it's, it's, it's probably the only space and time where you come together with someone and you're, and you're, and you're actually practicing or demonstrating the ability to create life. Yeah, that there's so many. We could talk a whole hour just about that, but all I'm telling you is that, like, that that is it's so it's so sacred. Mm -hmm. It just is, is. and I'm not, and and I want to be clear, like, I don't, I have none of that to me is connected with religion. It doesn't have to be. No, it's 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 just sacred. It is sacred, and and I don't care what your faith is. I don't care if you're agnostic. I don't care what you are. Like, if we if we look at procreation with the, the the sacredness that it deserves mm. i promise i promise we will have more fruitful mm-hmm. better longer lasting more sincere uh better relationships yeah i believe it oh yeah totally believe it it's powerful it's easier said than done oh it is <laughs> God. Damn it. tomorrow night we're I gonna know. have a date we're gonna grab a date Mortal Kombat, come in. <laughs> I know. No, seriously. And you know what? That's the thing. I say all this stuff, but you know, maybe there's going to be a date I go on. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I mean, I, we're human beings. I, Mike, I love a salmon salad, but dude, nevertheless, <laughs> I always love, I want to crush them in and out at 2 a.m. in the morning sometimes. <laughs> this is so true. Uh, but here's the thing to just end with the sex situation yeah. is that making love, sex, whatever. You want to call it? Um, I like it. Both. Are both. It's just so great. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes you make love. Sometimes yeah. you have sex. Sometimes you. Exactly. Yeah. And you. Oh God. Yes. All of them are great. You <laughs> all gotta have love. them all. Yep. You gotta have them all. 
is this is why too like after reading what i wrote and like you know the, your conversation with your friend is like be very um not i don't know if careful is the right word intentional but intentional on who that person is yeah. and and make sure they're on the level that you're at because again you're going to be sharing mm. the energy and so for me i'm like oh my gosh i think i'm actually just getting this right now wow okay mm. yeah Picking somebody that's on my level because when you're exchanging those energies, like, could you imagine if, like, somebody on your level really and you had sex with them? Could you imagine what? Oh, the sex would even be that much better just because you're on this level and you're exchanging. Okay, just have that aha moment. Ha it's go. Hashtag equally yoked. Yes. Imagine being with your partner and procreating and being equally yoked. Yes. Oh, Micah, now we're just talking about that. You want to talk? That's that's straight up like. That to me, that's fantasy stuff. Yeah. Micah, is that possible? Could we have that? Uh-huh. Oh, totally. I think it's possible. Love it. I know. Anything is possible, mm. right? It's all created. Mm-hmm. Yep. Holy shit. Well, Kay, this has been amazing. It's been fun. What a treat. I'm like energized. I got Dude. Like, I've had yes. goosebumps. I know. I'm like, I could just keep rolling. I know. But I <laughs> so is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners or no no you know i i just i just i want to express to you just gratitude yeah. you know as bringing it full circle how about that yeah. as veely was expressing to me mm -hmm. every move his wife makes he has to help her make mm -hmm. and for him to say that you guys have no idea what love is he goes i love my wife and then he said something that blew my mind mm -hmm. and i said but veely i asked him ugh I said, but don't you ever feel anger, hate, frustration, right. apathetic towards God that he's taken your wife's ability to take care of herself? Mm -hmm. And you know what his answer was to me? This big poly guy, he's like, huh? yeah, that's the resurrection. I, I, mm -hmm. I, she, and everything will be restored to her. Not even a hair of her head mm. will be lost. Wow. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm in the barber shop. Right. Biggie, 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 blown. can't you see? And the freaking... <laughs> I am being mind blown. So fucking cool. And it was just, it was amazing. So the the, yeah. the truth is the uh I the amount of gratitude I have for my Achilles tendon that hurts right now. Mm. I have one, it functions, I can walk. Yeah. For my balding head, it's balding, yeah. but I still have some hair. For it. for for my body, I'm just I'm telling you, I have so much gratitude just mm. to be able to have a voice that we live in a country where we can come on and we can talk openly yes. and know that no one's knocking on a door right now. Right. We are so blessed, Micah. We are blessed. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like this life really is beautiful. And oh my we, gosh. We get present to that. Things will shift. Oh, Depression will shift. Anxiety will shift. And it's a look for those things. Gratitude is a high frequency. Mm -hmm. So high I'm frequency. grateful for you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And First of all, I didn't acknowledge your haircut. It looks amazing, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, you got to keep it tight. You know? Yes. I, I don't I have much it. of it left. It's gone. So, you know, and it's you know tight. what? The nice thing about being a brown boy is yeah. when it's time, it's just shave it off. Yeah. And I, you know, I might just, I might get a different, I might get a, I might get a freaking badass chick, you know, yeah. that likes them bad boys. Yeah. Do you know I get a lot of bad girl stuff? They really? Think, people think I'm a bad boy. Really? Oh, it's so weird. Like, like, and I'm, mm. and I'm, and I'm, and the funny thing is, I'm mm. genuinely not. Yeah. But I must have like some bad boy energy. Mm. So maybe. Yeah. I'm trying to think of my first because my first impression of you was like, he's a cool dude. Yeah. But I didn't get a. 
Maybe I did get a little bit of a. I get it a lot. Mm, it's shocking. Rebellion, like, yeah. Ooh, I think I did pick up on a little bit of that. Do you know what's it? strange? Is it? Huh. Is it? I'm. I'm actually. It's not. Yeah. It's. I'm. I, it's just not. Yeah. So it's wild. You know. Yeah. Or maybe it isn't. I don't know it. I'm not aware of it. But <laughs> You're like who knows? Micah, that's for another podcast. That is for another podcast. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. And real fast, I want to also acknowledge. Um, you know, when you were in the barbershop today. Mm-hmm. Um, the questions you asked him mm-hmm. and who you were for him as you allowed him to express what was on his mind. Mm. Um, and and just by listening and who you were for him, I guarantee shifted a lot and also helped him step back into that gratitude, right? Yeah. And also he blew your mind at the same time. So I feel like because of who you are, who you are being, the questions you asked, the way you listened changed a lot. Yeah in his world, in his mind, I guarantee it. And also in yours, right? Obviously. Yeah. But that's really cool. And that's where it's getting in people's worlds is important. If I could give people anything, it's actually get in people's worlds, mm. get in their mind, ask them questions, get to know them. I think people are so, how are you? Good. Eh. Okay. Well, like, you know, it's just super inauthentic. And I just, I love that you were super raw with him. And mm. even today, like, thank you for showing up. And taking the time to be here. This has oh, been what a treat. Wonderful. What a treat for me. Thank you. You've lost my life. So keep keep doing your thing, girl. Thank you. We love you. We support you. Thank you. I love you. Yes. Okay, guys. Bye.